Patricia Nolan Brown, successful inventor, serial entrepreneur, best-selling author of Idea to Invention, international speaker, retail flipper, and road tripper. This is the Invent Yourself Show. Hey, if we've never met before, my name again is Patricia Nolan Brown. I'm an inventor, entrepreneur, and best-selling author of Idea to Invention, um, and international judge as well. I have been building businesses and licensing around my products for over 27 years now, most noted for inventing the rear-facing car seat mirror, which sells millions worldwide and is the best-selling car seat mirror today. My products have been with Sesame Street, Fisher-Price, Todd Parr, Brica, and more. I want to help the ordinary person through this process in the most cost-effective and timely manner because I have met way too many inventors that have been taking advantage of for lots of money with no results. And lately, a couple of pretty famous inventors have come online um, to dispense information through getting your email. And it's kind of outdated information based on new changes or the latest changes in the patent office. So I just want to clear that up as well. I feel the need to help inventors uh, having gone through this process. It can be very daunting, but if you know the right steps, it's not bad if you go one at a time. Good evening from Venice, Italy. Okay, my thoughts tonight, I'm going to switch around a little bit because I broke a bone in my foot in Cinque Terre. I'd like to say it was because I was hiking the mountains, you know, treacherous accident. But I was getting out of the way of some tourists taking a photo, and I had my flip-flops on because I had just jumped into the ocean, and I smashed my toes into a curb. So it didn't hurt until I took a little hike up a mountain and got back, and it turned funny colors and got quite big. And I figured, oh, I'm going to need an x-ray. Now, my younger self would have probably hightailed at home, you know, gone to the safe, mass general, whatever. And then I'm like, if I broke my toe, I broke my toe. And I have been averaging about eight miles per day, so maybe I'd have to just alter my plans a bit because we have two more countries to go through in a couple of weeks. Which led me to the thought of this podcast. The title should be, Do You See Opportunity? Or do you see obstacles? When I was inventing the rear car seat mirror, uh, sorry, rear facing car seat mirror, I had to get all the components and assemble them myself because I could not afford to do injection molded plastic. So I kind of racked my brains and researched and researched, and I found this little company right near me in Boston, Massachusetts on A Street that would heat bend after they laser cut each piece of metal, uh, sorry, plastic, and uh, do individual pieces of plastic. Um, And then I could get a 3M adhesive tape cut to that size, and it would adhere to the back of the mirror. It would be a perfect angle for the driver to see the baby in the rearview mirror. So at any rate, I, I did that for a while, but then the costs got quite expensive. It was pretty cost prohibitive to keep doing that. So again, I racked my brains. You know, is this an obstacle or an opportunity to change things? And 
I studied how things were made, as in the last podcast, you know, I, I told you to study how things are made, then you'll be able to adapt how you make even your prototype or whatever. When you learn how things are made, your world opens up to even making new products um, or improving existing ones. But I figured if I could put an extra hole in that mirror that is laser cut anyways and put a hole in that accompanying piece of plastic, I could avoid the expensive piece of 3M tape that held it together and pop a rivet in it because I studied what rivets did. And so I got myself a little rivet, uh, I don't know, tool. I got the right size. I experimented with that. And you know what? The fortuitous thing and the serendipity of it all was that now I could say that my mirror was adjustable. So back to breaking my foot, a bone in my foot, I could have said, you know, I'm just going to go home. But instead, I went to get an x-ray at a little hospital about half hour away. Actually, the doctor came to the hotel. He was quite nice. Didn't think I broke it, but I knew I needed an x-ray. So we hightailed it on the train, one stop to this little hospital. I spent four and a half hours there after an x-ray. Only for them to tell me, you need to go 45 minutes away into another larger town for a consult with an orthopedic surgeon or person. So I said, okay. They set me up with an ambulance driver. It was kind of a car, not a, not a big ambulance. And that guy went 100 plus miles through these windy, windy roads. You know what the serendipity of that was? We got to see these cool little villages. And I wasn't in that much pain. So it was a great little ride. And uh, we spent five minutes at this other hospital to talk to the ortho and in five minutes he taped one toe to another and said be on your way. Now why they couldn't have done that at the other hospital I could have perseverated over that point. It could have ruined my whole day. But you know what? I just saw the beauty in every step of it because I wasn't in that much pain. And number two, I got to see a lot more of Italy than I had anticipated. And the driver stopped on the way back for us to get a focaccia and a espresso. An espresso that tasted great. So, you know, it was it was a side trip for us, which was really cool. And I have been able to keep up my mileage here in Venice, which is great. It did rain yesterday. I'm trying to avoid some puddles. But my point is, on your inventing journey, you are going to reach these quote, obstacles that you can't just let them stop you. Do not quit too soon. Because the beauty sometimes is figuring it out how to make it different. And there's always an advantage, at least in my experience. Now my dog product, the new dog waste bag that I had developed, I had to figure out how to fold the cardboard collar small enough to fit into a carrier or somebody's pocket. And I spent days and days thinking about this, and it wasn't until I was walking around my home one day, and I noticed a book on origami in my daughter Molly's room. I picked it up, and it held the key to how I should fold that to become a great uh, compact-sized product. So, you know, it's always not, it's not always when you're trying to solve a problem. It's in the moments that you're not trying to solve a problem that your brain has a rest and, and the solutions come in. And this is part of being human and that's why I have the success traits that I go over as well as the practical steps to inventing or, or really 
uh, running any type of business because it's a holistic approach that I take because, I mean, we're all human beings, right? So we all need to, you know, have the tenacity and the nerve and the voice and be inquisitive. Those are as important as the practical steps of inventing or running a business. It's just like in schools that are cutting back, at least where we are in Massachusetts, I'm sure it's pretty much countrywide, cutting back on the arts and the music classes and the woodworking and the sewing, the home ec. All of those, I will tell you right now, are as important, if not more important, than the mathematics and English and history classes because those are the classes and courses that teach you how to see things in your mind and get them from your mind to your hand to the paper to a product. So again, see the opportunities and not just obstacles and take a breath, breathe. You know, it's part of the journey. Please don't quit too soon. If I had quit too soon on my mirror, for example, I was assembling that mirror for six years before I attracted a licensee. If I had quit, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I knew I wasn't going to quit because it solved a problem and the product was a good product. So go with your gut instinct as well. Anyways, enjoy some sounds from the Grand Canal in Venice, Italy. And I'll talk to you soon from Zurich, Switzerland. Happy inventing, everybody. Arrivederci. Oh, and it's not just the broken bone in my foot that has changed the course of things. We got a really good deal flying over from Boston to Paris. $69. So we jumped on that and, of course, kept building in countries and moving around and pushing a trip out longer because we got such a great deal on the flight, only to find (laughs) that the airline has folded. Primary Air no longer exists. We found that out when we were in Barcelona, Spain, and we still have until October 18th or so to travel. Now, I mean, we could have panicked, but we we just figured that our travel insurance will deal with it when we get home. And, you know, we booked another flight. And so it, it ended up costing us more, but we did get the $69 a year. Um, we never would have known they folded either unless someone had uh, texted us from home because we never even received an email. We had heard stories as we were traveling uh, from people who were on the airline saying that they'd canceled their flights and so forth, but we had never got contacted personally. That was another obstacle, but you know what? The opportunity is in that. We no longer have to get a flight back to Paris because they only flew from Paris and London to Boston. We're going to go directly from our last country, which is Amsterdam, home. So, see, there's a benefit to that. And then um, other things, little blips on our trip. We were in the middle of the Barcelona protests, but uh, we just cut through the crowd and we actually got (laughs) better seats at a flamingo show, so we didn't let that ruffle us. Um, And then... Uh, we had this crazy hotel in in Gen- Genoa or Genova, Italy for one night because we had to catch a flight. And uh, 
man, I'm glad I wasn't traveling alone because I would not have gone into this building. And it was an older gentleman there, and he put us in the Africa room. They were all themed rooms. It was crazy. It was kind of cute, but it was crazy. And it was really, really loud outside. And um, the room deodorizer was so bad that we couldn't sleep all night from it. I mean, it was just really bad. So all these little things, but we just kind of chalk it up to... I don't know if it's being older or just rolling with the punches or, you know, I'm sure it comes with experience um, because, again, my youngest self would have said, get me out of here. But we just kind of laughed at it and it's kind of uh, could have been a big obstacle. It could have been a big problem. So there have been a few on the trip so far and it's just like the uh, journey I've been on for inventing. And I talk to inventors all the time. Who just are devastated by these obstacles in their minds and their brains, and I just have to kind of get them off the cliff, walk them back in, and go go one step at a time. And that's what I'm here to do for you guys. So uh, that was just another thought regarding obstacles or opportunities. Uh, and so happy inventing, everyone. Patricia Nolan Brown. Invent yourself. Thanks for tuning in. Please follow, subscribe, and share.